You're listening to the New Utah Podcast with your hosts, Bree. People can say my name and I still don't pay attention. Chris. This is what happens when your number one health concern in the state is porn. Jeremy. Flicks it and then walks out and just kicks the living crap out of whoever. And Julia. This week on Julia does everything that's embarrassing. Episode 270 of the New Utah Podcast coming at you live from my house in the studio. The Ugly Baboon Studios. Ugly Baboon Studios. <laughs> that is it. I need to turn you up a little bit. That's right. You need that. Tonight only, only, only. The, the echo. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. The monster truck rally. Why do you think we need that? I'm At pretty the sure gun we don't. Show. Do, 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 go, the gun show. I want a gun. <laughs> we didn't go to the gun show. I thought you, ha- I thought you got one. Or just ammo. I just got ammo because you I wasn't about to buy it. You don't gun. have a gun. So the problem You're is... Idiot. What an idiot. No, this is why. Have you tried to buy ammo recently? It's fucking nigh impossible to find yeah, in this state. Yeah, that's true. And really anywhere. You, you can get a gun. So he found a deal. So yeah, you can get a gun, but I was like, I'm not buying a fucking gun if I can't have bullets to even shoot it. And so true. I bought bullets. I found a good uh, retailer online that wasn't like completely price gouged and bought a bunch of nine millimeters because I want a nine millimeter. And uh, now I just need to go get the gun, but I... Can't, I'm so indecisive. We go and we look, and he has to try and do everything, and we don't. The, there's too much pressure at the store <laughs> with the guns because there's so many fucking people to buy guns. It doesn't matter when you go. You could go Tuesday at like 11, and there's fucking 20 people there getting to buy a gun. In line. Yep. It's fucking absurd. It's so insane. I need to go to a gun store in like fucking Santa Barbara. Probably more likely to get one there. Vegas. There's probably like two. No, dude, there's so many guns in Vegas. Are you shitting me? <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Vegas, there's plenty. Yeah, but it's still, still like the people. wait. It's still the that's amount true. of time to wait. That's so, true. so I, what I really need to do, because the guns that stores have, like I'm choosy and I, I want a specific Glock 9. Like what they have at most stores is not what I want. And they have a bunch of shitty guns. Shots, no, 38. <laughs> <laughs> I did watch a movie though. If you like Kill Bill esque style movies, but but actually gentler, like it's almost. I would not say gentler. It's not for kids. It is. It's so not gentler, but it's fucking, almost for kids. Like it's so weird. fucking gory. It's called uh, what? Quicksand milkshake or some shit like that on Netflix. No, quicksand um, milkshake. Something milkshake, milkshake, but it's not. Quick, I don't think it's quicksand. Assassin movie. I don't know if that's what it's called. Gunpowder milkshake. Gunpowder. Gun there we go. Gunpowder milkshake. It is. It's great. It was a good show. It's even uh, I liked it, and I don't even like like I'm. I don't do violence and crap. So and it it's it's about a chick that's an assassin, <laughs> and like there's a scene. But she's like extra like, disturbed. She's she's really good at it. And there's a scene where she goes to because you know it's one of those types of movies where there's like doctors that are like off the books that take care of all these people, and like there's like holy grounds where they have to like leave their guns and stuff and she takes this guy that she shot in the stomach to the doctor to try and save him and when she comes back the there's three guys that were trying to get to her and the doctor's like well i'll help you uh and he's like i'll shoot i'll, I'll he hit her numbs with this. her arms and he's like her arms give me 60 seconds and then her arms will not be functioning and so this jelly. little girl that she's saving the life of she like tapes a gun to one hand and a, and knife, a knife and there's the a other. whole scene of her just like <laughs> tied like, to a chair and like flipping her arms around to get what the weapons in the to work. edward scissorhands is this? <laughs> it's so it was 
<laughs> it she, was disturbingly funny. She fucking destroys these dudes in this hallway. And they're it's laughing like, the whole time because the guys have been sitting there getting high on laughing gas while they were waiting for her. It's really good. She totally beat them up before, so they went there to get fixed. And and it's a bunch of big names. So the lead is All Karen. All of the leads. The lead is Karen Gillan, who you might know from Guardians of the Galaxy and Avengers mm-hmm. uh, as, um, um, what the fuck is her name? The stupid robot chick, I think. Um, it's the... Nebula, the bald yeah. one, yeah. Nebula. Yeah. yeah, she she plays Nebula in all of the the Marvel Moody Moody's, the Moody's, the Moody's, uh, and she's been in a bunch of other stuff. But then, so um, uh, Kate Gillen, uh, L- Lena Headey uh, is her mom, um, and it's a bunch of like she's oh, she's an amazing actress. I love her. Uh, Michelle Yeoh um, is oh, yeah. is in it. Michelle Yeoh from God knows how many movies. Crazy Rich Asians was a really good movie. Yeah. She was that one uh, was fun. She was the mom in Crazy Rich Asians. Uh, if if you, that's a great movie. Uh, Paul Giamatti uh, is is one of the one of the supporting cast. But like the main characters are all women, and even the little girl's a woman. So there's like four main assassins that are women, plus the girl that grew up disturbed that became an assassin, <laughs> and then. The little girl, like, so the main characters are all little girls, and they just go through the whole movie just fucking up dudes, just been like, yeah, you guys suck. Hmm. Yeah, it's right. good. It's a good movie. Anyway, it's, but you have to like, like really violent, gory shit, because it's basically just really violent, gory shit. I feel like it's not. It's not quite gory. Bill, there is a lot of blood, but like, there's a decapitation like Sin or City a couple of them. Style. Uh, no, it's like Kill Bill. Okay. Yeah, it's like Kill Bill. Like, it's not buckets of stage blood, but it's like, yeah, there's a so maybe like kick ass like or there's some humor to it. Yes. Yes. And there is a lot of humor to it. Like, it's, they back into, like, a forklift and it, like, decapitates the guy's head and then he drives away and, like, there's, like, a body, like, a headless body in the car yeah, with it. Because kick ass was like that. It's pretty gory, but it's got it's a lot funny. of humor. There's a lot of darkness it's to funny. it. It's funny. This show is funny. So anyway, this is not a sh- podcast about <laughs> fucking movies that we've watched, although that would be fun. I'm just not a good movie critic. Um, this, this, so we're recording early. This last weekend was my birthday. Well, it's actually my birthday was yesterday as we we're recording this, but a week ago when you probably hear it or whenever the fuck you hear it, it doesn't matter. But it was the 19th of July. I do want to thank all my friends in particular, uh, the Gateses and, uh, and my lovely fiance, uh, for managing to throw me a surprise party. You are welcome. And the, the, the interesting thing is like, I knew everyone was going to be there already. Because Except it was, for th- there were some people you didn't know were yes, going to be there. Yes, there were some surprises for sure. Um, Jen and Derek and, and Angie uh, were for sure surprises because they don't normally hang out with our group of friends. But everyone else I kind of expected to see there. Um, and it helps that we planned it so far ahead of time. Yeah, like a three weeks or something. <laughs> it was like a, I've had it in my phone for like a month yeah. so I could get work off for it. That's not far ahead of time, by the way. I know for like 21, 22, 23 year olds, that seems a like ways a long out. ways out, but that's not a lot yeah. of planning. We've been planning our wedding for over a year. You know, we we plan vacations months ahead of time. So yeah, a barbecue a month out is a pretty, pretty average. It was pretty good. It's good. I thought it went really well. Yeah, it was fun. And no, nobody tipped you off, did they? Nope. Good. No, it was I mean, good. We did it in such a way well, that... Well, and I posted on your Facebook, hey, when's your birthday? Because you posted like a memory or something. He even, he even asked me and I was like, well, sh-. and he's like, I say it all the time. I'm like, oh, she's just a kid. She doesn't remember. Um, and then you were texting me as we were going like, to the neighborhood. Got- I had to turn off my Bluetooth because we were my we car. Were, I was like... Well, and it kept popping up, it and I'm like, it popping up on our car just in case. Oh, it totally. It, it, he just doesn't listen. He doesn't play, play them. them. It's fucking annoying. It and so, I tried to make him as like 
<laughs> so it was generic. It was funny though because he's like, "What's Julie texting you about?" I'm like, "The sewing machine." <laughs> and then I just turned off my Bluetooth so it wouldn't pop up anymore. Yeah, yeah. I purposely didn't just in case say anything specifically about it. It was just like, "There's a parking spot here." I never play texts over the audio in my car. I don't want to interrupt what I'm listening to for ha ha. Or Dad learned not to do that anymore once I sent him penis a hundred times. His <laughs> car was just going penis, penis, penis. I don't funny. like it when it tries to read like websites or links or like it will or try and read a picture, a picture or something. If someone sends you a picture and it's like one three seven two two six six three seven one. I do like it when it says like smiley face emoji. It might not seem sad. It just like gives Mine the code does. for it. Mine says like Sad face emoji, smiling face emoji. I don't know that it does all of them, but it does the like the super basic ones. You know the worst thing about this heat, though. So anyway, that's my birthday. Oh, I got my it. heat rash. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> There's a couple things uh, before we get to the heat because um, I've had a pretty miserable fucking day um, about my birthday. One, my dad called and left me a voicemail for my birthday, and which isn't unusual, but he hasn't in the last couple of years. But he yeah, has. but he he typically does. Like, yeah, you're right. He hadn't in a couple of years. I think because he's had so much contact with my brother recently. Uh, but on his message, he said, "This is your dad or your sperm donor." The second one is the more accurate, uh, and I don't ever talk to him or call him back because I don't fucking care about him. But um, I care more about my sperm donor than Chris does about uh, his. Your sperm donor, your sperm sperm donor gives more of a shit about you than mine did my whole life. So, and now you've met him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then my mom did not wish me a happy birthday via well, phone. She did or it text, on Facebook or even a birthday card, and she pretty much always does. So, mom, fuck you. I'm pretty sure, sure now that that. Um, Daniel. Daniel has given her a couple of babies and she has like grand, she just doesn't care. I don't exist anymore. I'm no longer the favorite son. <laughs> the one that's no longer in prison. And you has, know what? I don't know that you ever were. I think she just has always preferred the one that was in trouble because he needed her the most. I, yeah. I think there's a, there's a, he needs me and also a feeling of responsibility, which she should feel for how well, fucked up his life was. I don't was. think he holds either parent responsible for his problem, for any of his problems, which no, is nice. Not at, not at all. He blames but, himself, which is the right thing to do because it is him that made those choices. Because look at me. But it's unusual. We're not far apart. We we live the same life. Like uh, he just made different choices. So whatever. That's neither here nor there. Okay, back to how hot it is though. So I don't think so. The conveniently the fan. So I have a. Why are all three of our animals under this table right now? I don't know. Um, there's a fourth Should animal that's not. That's probably true. <laughs> um, so I have a fan under my desk at work because on the guard tower at the office. That uh, if you don't know what that is, listen to some other episodes. I talk about it. But in the guard tower, it's really hot because our AC units on the roof have uh, vents that come straight down and go on to like longer runs. But they're all below floor level of the guard tower. They all like start at the our floor. So we don't really get a lot of good AC. We have to rely on fans moving air for us. So I have a fan under my desk because I know I normally get hotter than most people. I sweat like a pig. And I want to keep myself cool while I'm working. Well, I turned my fan on this morning when I got there, and it was like, <laughs> and then I turned it down, and it was like, <laughs> and it, sorry, that was really loud. And it's just a little fan. It's just one of those little like Honeywell like like ten dollar fans, yeah. yeah. And so I'm like, well, can't use that. Better fucking get rid of it and go get a new one. I'm like, I'll get one, bring it in. 
no big deal. But as the day progressed, it got hotter and hotter and hotter. And about 1130, I'm like, I can't fucking handle it. So I went to Target, which is right by the office, picked up a new one, brought it in. It was much more tolerable. But when I was walking out to go to Target, it was cooler outside than it was in the office. Turns out our AC units are fucked up in the office. Like half of them are broken on the roof today. It's brutal. So That's just blowing horrible. hot air around. Yeah, not blowing at all. I think they're like oh, just off, off. Of yeah, it. I think they're they're making this weird noise, and every time they make that noise, they don't they don't make cold air, and they're they're broken. We always have to get them repaired. So anyway, that was my long shitty day of heat. Um, That's brutal. Let's. My long shitty day involved. You know who that always drives me absolutely batshit crazy, but he was being nice to me today, and so I'm. That's because he knows you're, key, own, mad at him. you're his only like resource <laughs> right now. So well, we've been in the hundreds. I think we hit yeah. 102 today. No, we didn't. Today was much cooler. Was it? And more humid though. Oh, that's... Much more humid. I thought it was supposed to rain again today. Yeah, and there were rain clouds, and I saw on my way home with the dog one lightning strike, but I never saw a drop of rain today. Yesterday that rainstorm was cool. Just that little yeah, it's a little second burst. Yeah, but then it got so humid. Well, and it's so. I, speaking of dry and and hot, well, you said humid, but so it's monsoon well, season. Just after the rain. Yeah, so monsoon season's starting up, which is why we're starting to get some of these storms kind of rolling in. Um, they haven't really hit in full force yet, but um, the danger of monsoon season is yes, we're going to get water, but lightning, lots of lightning, lots of lightning cause wildfires. That's why the Late summer is really the worst time for wildfires because you can protect and do tons of prevention with humans, but you just can't do that with nature. Yeah, because lightning can hit anywhere, so it really doesn't matter. Yeah. And so I've been reading lots and lots of stuff now, and and we've been saying this for a long time. Like, we fucking live in a desert. You know, we know what the conditions are like, but... Because the federal government has finally issued a water shortage. It's the first water shortage the federal government has ever issued yeah. in the U.S. Uh, they issued it this, this last week for um, the, the, the West, uh, basically the, south, the desert southwest, uh, anything that feeds off the Colorado. Um, Lake Mead is at historically low levels. Uh, if it gets much lower, uh, Arizona is going to end up getting cut off of water from Lake Mead. California will follow very quickly. Um, which means the only uh, community that will be able to be fed from Lake Mead is Nevada. Um, but um, there will be a point that if it hits a low enough level, they can't even give water to residents in Nevada. Well, they've got to keep it running for power because, yeah, like the Hoover Dam and all that, if it gets too low, it can't create... It's it not can't just suck up the water. It's not just that there's no water. There's no power generated. Seen the pictures of the water level at the Hoover Dam? It's really low. Like it's the like, generators, like the so there's they're visible generators. Yeah. The upper level generators are out of the water. Yeah, they're not working because it's there's no like, water. Oh, yeah, it's it's crazy. So by cutting water, though, it's first everybody watering their lawns. Like you'll get a hefty, hefty fine if you're watering your lawn. So that's first level is municipal watering. So they're not going to cut off culinary water, like. No, that like, takes a long time. That's like the last thing to go. Drinking so water. They, they, but they cut off people watering their lawns. And if you water with culinary water and they catch you watering on days you're not supposed to or too often, it's a huge fucking fine. Um, yep, they're driving around looking for green grass. And actually, then what happens is it goes to the farms. Yeah, so um, farms, yep. The farms are at the top of the list. And, and that's bad. Like if our farms get cut off from irrigation water, that's a that's a big hit to food supplies. So even in Riverton, feed. they announced that 
that is most likely coming. And that so our secondary water is just going to be shut off to neighborhoods. Yep. Because they can bypass the neighborhoods and go to just the farms. Because they've got to feed the farms, like yeah. Peterson's Farm and those other farms that are around me. So so they'll they'll just bypass the the houses secondary and water only open it up to the farms. And when that happens, we'll water our garden, and that's it. Yep. There's, I mean, it's it's obscenely expensive. Otherwise, well, and you saw our lawn this last weekend. It's not looking great, but I'm not gonna. I, I water every other every third day, just like you're supposed yeah. to. The garden, I'll put the hose on the garden, but just the garden space. Yeah, our, our lawn's dying all over. Like the front, I haven't had to mow it in two the weeks. The back has kind of stayed semi-green because the tree There's yeah. some big patches shades of it. shade, but you can tell. But you can see the parts that aren't shaded. So our, our lawns, the four lawns that we mow, most all of them are they're just up. Yeah, they're burned up and sitting in dormant states. So, I mean, we'll mow every other week because there's patches, like under trees and right next to the house and a couple... But but the vast majority of most of the lawns are are dormant. But that's the thing; they're not dead. Dead, they will come back. Yeah, they're dormant. They're, they're dormant. just, and it's just we're we're in a drought, people. That's what happens. Well, and part of it is we didn't have the 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 moisture this winter. So normally, what happens is we get snow and it sits on the lawn for two or three months and very slowly, gradually seeps into the ground. Yep. Well, we didn't have that. We had very little snow stay. In fact, there was none that stayed all winter. No. And, and even in the mountains, like that's where all of our reservoirs feel from, is from and the runoff of the mountains, and it just didn't it wasn't have, there. Just didn't have it. Yeah. And so, you know, hopefully the monsoons will bring some rain. Hopefully we'll get some moisture um, this winter with the La Nina that's supposedly going to happen. But what they're really looking at now is the jet stream moving, because the jet stream... Part of what the jet stream does, it's just a big fucking wind current in the air that, like, pushes over Salt Lake and other places. And Well, think of it as the ocean, but yeah. in the air. It works yeah, the it's same Yeah, it's way. a similar thing, but the jet stream moves down from the Arctic down into the, the, the North, American, uh, North America, but it plays a really big part in weathering patterns because it actually pushes weather systems around quite a bit. And with the jet stream not coming down quite as far or coming down too far, like, the effects of, of climate change on the jet stream are having a big impact on some of these weather patterns that we don't normally see. Uh, the other thing that I've seen a lot of news on nationally recently is the Great Salt Lake. Oh, yeah. Uh, because it is at historically low levels, and it keeps shrinking, uh, and it's not showing any signs of coming back. Did you see the aerial view of salt air that they, they, were, they were posting? So normally the water comes basically right up to salt air. Yeah, relatively close. I, Within, depending on the time of year and but, stuff. But relatively close. It's like a mile. Yeah, it's really far away like now. From Salt Air that is supposed to be sitting on the shoreline, you're walking almost a mile. And the thing with the Great Salt Lake is it doesn't get replenished like other lakes do. It's all runoff. And so when it drops this no, it's, low. No, it's, it's fed by Bear River. No, is it fed by Bear River? But the point is when it gets this low, it takes years. Yeah, it takes a really long time. It's not. To build okay. it back up. It's not like, oh, one good snow and we're back. Uh-uh. It's no, years. It's, it's a long time. And the other problem is as it recedes, the salt level gets even worse. Yeah, which affects the ecosystem that's there. Like, I know there are, like, I, it was something to the magnitude of 10 million waterfowl, water birds that use the Great Salt Lake and that eat the brine shrimp and stuff there. And right. like, that's a major hit to the ecosystem. Like, those birds will all die. When the brine shrimp die, they don't have a food source. They don't have a water source. They all end up dying. Well, and even the marsh around it, so not just the lake itself, but like they're kind of by the airport and by th- those others. There's mm-hmm. actually marsh. There's actually Yeah, wetlands. it's protected wetlands. But same thing. If it's that all water up, yeah. dries up, 
So I wonder what people who deny that anything is happening think of when they can, like... They think it's natural. So most climate deniers, when it comes to stuff like this, they say the earth works cyclically, which it does. If you look at soil samples and, and ice samples and stuff like that, you can see... Um, but it's usually not this fast of a change, right? Correct. And we're way beyond any any mark that we can reliably say happened in the past. We're way beyond that at this yeah. point. and. And we've been fucked for a while. Let's not make any qualms or, or misconceptions. They haven't been saying publicly how fucked we were, but we've been fucked for a long time. There was no reversing course. We were hoping to be able to slow it down, but we're already breaking those records of sea level changes and temperatures and stuff like that. Well, yeah, and the argument, like you said, of, well, the sea levels have changed, yeah, over 30 million years. Yeah. And so we're talking changes over, like, Two three hundred years yeah. or less. We're headed. We're headed to time. Okay. For instance, Indonesia. The capital used to be Jakarta. Yeah, we were just talking about that at the what, last episode. Yeah, yeah it was. It was oh, Steven. that's right. That's right. Yeah, Steven. Jakarta got moved because it's underwater. Well, Jakarta didn't get moved. The capital was moved to a different city because Jakarta is going to end up being underwater. Uh, most of that island is is sinking. So so like it's being overcome by water. Well, and it's something I know we've talked about. We've been told forever as kids, but California's going under. Yeah, most of most of the coast of California will change. I mean, you can even just look at what's happening, like the amount of PCH that gets washed out all the time. Um, these mudslides that take out the road, um, you know, soil erosion, that's all stuff that's a result of this. So uh, we won't harp on it too long. We've, we've talked about it at length. <laughs> no, it's nauseam depressing. For a while. Um, it does make me feel like being old is a benefit, though, right now. <laughs> I do want to talk about one other thing that I think is, is worth people watching. Annie's been doing these specials on cults. Um, oh, yeah. And um, they did one on, like, I was, Jonestown. like, all obsessed with them on Saturday for they, some reason. They did one on Waco, but we watched one or, on no, Saturday. No, it was Sunday. Whatever day it was. Whatever. It doesn't matter. We watched one, uh, and they did it on Warren Jeffs. I've and seen I was, the Waco one. Very well done. Yeah, they're really cool. I mean, it's in any documentary. We'd already watched so. a couple, so we didn't watch the Waco one. What, what was the one I watched before? I can't Jonestown. remember. Jonestown. Oh, yeah, Jonestown. Uh, Jonestown. But, but the, the Warren just that, like, that I, shit is more fucked up than I thought it was. I, I always realized, like, the weird FLDS shit that was going down in southern Utah was, was, was fucked up and, like, the child bride thing. But I didn't realize how completely messed up Warren Jeffs was. Like... As a leader and what he used the organization that he called. Well, remember, like he embezzled and he molested it. boys and girls. Just like Joseph Smith. Remember when we had um, Frank on a little while ago? Yeah. And he was saying, no, no, no. Our our polygamist group is very different. Yeah, you don't marry cousins. They actually even talked about that. They talked about the group that went to Mexico as opposed to this group. Yeah. And not super specifically, but like. They talked about him for a second, and they're like, okay, and now we're going to talk about this yeah. group. It's so, a group that sat, settled in that, that fucking area of, like, Kanab down by Washington County what and is stuff. it? Short, Short Creek. Short Creek. Crick. Fucking Because that's how they were saying it. Short Creek. Um, Short Creek, Utah. And then they talked about, like, the compounds they were building in, like, Colorado City and, and the stuff Texas. in Texas. Well, that's where they ended up arresting him. or Because well, that's where they were building the temple. Well, yeah, I think they arrested him in Arizona, actually, and then extradited him to Utah originally. But yeah, the, he didn't fight But they the did that big raid in Texas. Texas did a big raid the on the 50s. compound. Um, no, they did another one. No, in, like, like, right, but they did one in the 50s that, like, yeah. gave him a bad rap and let polygamy kind of oh, yeah. well, go so, unchecked for a while. Well, and what, what they were saying is basically... 
in the 50s, they did that huge raid, and it was a big PR nightmare because everyone was like, why are you tearing all these families apart? Which they did. Like, what they did, they did it in a and not so, a great way. Essentially, it created a situation where Utah and some other places just fucking ignored them for a while. The raid wasn't in Texas, by the way. That was a Utah raid in the 50s. Yeah, you're right. And and so the state of Utah just basically said, okay, just leave them alone. Let them, let them do whatever they want. And they let them do whatever they want for a long time. And it wasn't until like the late 80s, early 90s that they started going, oh, wait. Well, hold that on. girl escaped. What was it? That she was like the 60-something wife or whatever yeah, of like, some other guy that she didn't like and she got married to and he was raping her and beating her. And so she just, she just left. And then she was strong enough to go in and testify and press charges and do all yeah, of that. Yeah, but that was even in like the, what, like early 2000s when all that happened? That was when all of this stuff went down. That was the first yeah. time Jeff's was actually arrested and early brought in for so when I So when I was living in St. George and working down there was 2000 three through about 2006 and that was when yeah that that's when all that stuff like was happening really crazy down there so but it's uh i bring it up because it's it's very utah centric it's very much a part of you know part of utah's history it's really fucked up uh to learn about these people and it is there is look there is polygamy where you marry multiple wives and everyone's okay with that and you're polyamorous like sister wives that's that's one thing or like like Frank's family, it yeah, sounds like Frank, everybody's like, yeah, oh, yeah, like good and, with that. And look, there's part of that is you grow up with it; it's normal. It's not yeah. weird to have thirty brothers and sisters from fucking four moms. And listening to Frank and how much he loves his family, I they I, weren't into all. And that. I don't, and I don't think they're into like fifty wives. I think they're into like three to four wives each. Because yeah, I want to say like, he has four moms. And yeah, this is what he says four. And like, I mean, because what we're talking about the FLDS people yeah, with like down down in in um in Short, Short Creek, Creek is fifty wives, fifty sixty plus wives. Like I think Warren men. Jeffs ended up. I think they said eighty, and they're marrying like twelve and fourteen year olds, and and, and not just marrying them, but all, like they're being married yeah. to them. They're having sex, and then those. Those 12 and 13 year olds are having kids. Babies, yeah. Babies at like 13, And you 14. see their mom holding their grandkid with their kid there and they're all smiling like, this is great. This is normal because they were, they were born into being taught. This is and how. Sometimes their mom is also their husband's. Yeah. This is how you get like, to, this is how you get to heaven. Right. Well, and that's what it is, is this is how you get to heaven. You, you are one subservient. And then like, oh, the prophet, the prophet is going to marry you. That's like how fast you're going to get to heaven when the prophet marries you. Like that's, of course you want to marry Jesus and have Jesus as a baby. I just can't believe how many people still think that, that like he's just being railroaded. Uh, it's people that think he's being railroaded are the people that, uh, he brought up in his religion. Um, it's a cult. That's what happens with cults. But I would encourage you to go go seek it out and watch it. It's really really good. Um, and I don't normally like that stuff, but I think they did a really good job. All those any ones that I've watched are are all really pretty good, really well done. They do it succinctly because it's just an hour. They hit the high points. Yeah. So we're we're gonna move on to our normal uh, end of the month segment. Um, this is the the last day of the month for us recording wise, which this um, all kind of plays into it somewhat. Yeah. Uh, so. This is, uh, we decided for, for this month, we're going to do, uh, this is the place, uh, State Park, or this is the place, which is a, a really, um, kind of classic Utah place in terms of like, there's a monument and it's got a lot of history. Before we get into that though, um, Julia shared some wonderful music I didn't know existed. <laughs> and apparently, 
This is our state song, officially our state song in 2003. Um, and there's uh, no rights to it. It's publicly available. Um, if, if you have sensitivities, this, this might be going to trigger you. This is horrible. <laughs> so I'm going to, I'm going to play this. I got to, I think I got to throw that on to get the pass through here. And then, uh, we're just going to listen. The intro is really long. Jazz hands. Utah. Jazz hands, everyone. That is fantastic. So, what? Uh, what what are you doing? I was trying to tell you to do it again, but you have not learned to read lips yet. <laughs> no, so do it again it. so no. I can take a picture. Well, you should have thought about that. Finish with the, but now it's going to be quiet. The jazz hands. This is the place. So I got to say, I, I suffered through that with every one of my kids when they were. I don't know what it was. Fourth grade, they did their. their so Julia, so Julia messaged the group earlier, and she's like, 
hey, well, we should play this song. And so I listened to it. I'm like, oh, that whole fucking thing's going in. Not the first minute and a half of instrumental like, intro. intro. I, I don't know what that was all about. But uh, the song, and I looked just to make sure that the song is public domain uh, so we can use it. Yeah, so don't come at us. It's the uh, it's do. the official state song. So it was written in 1996, which explains why you guys did not grow up with it. No, well, plus like, I didn't grow up here. So I, yeah, I wouldn't right. have sung. You went that to high school here. here, but yeah, we Bree would have. We we did. So my it was I moved to our sixth grade year, and that's when we sang the "Come and Do America." That's we that, that sang was Neil it. Diamond. Yeah, it's stupid. And Bree uh, was a clown. So when I was in, when I was that little was, little in Texas, was that sixth grade. I thought that was fifth grade. No, sixth. In oh. our assemblies in elementary school in Texas, we would sing the "Deep in the Heart of Texas." Yeah, song. but everybody knows that song. I know. But we we know all the verses. Deep in the heart of Texas. That's what everyone knows. We know that part. That's the only part we know. The stars at night are big okay. and bright. Oh, yeah. deep, deep in the in heart of Texas. Beyond that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's a lot. There's like four verses to that song. We would sing them all. Uh, uh, okay. But then I moved to Wyoming. They don't teach you stupid songs in Wyoming like that. They don't have time for that shit. They're just trying they're, to stay alive. They're, they're teaching you like shit that matters. Hey, there's... Like the plateaus, how the, how were they formed? And like, why does Wyoming look like total dog shit? Uh, and what was fucking important about Wyoming? The Oregon Trail, by the way, and almost every fucking trail that came west went through some part of Wyoming. Just so you it know. It's flat. Including the Mormons. Like if you look out over the, the horizon, you're like, oh, look at that big flat area. Let's travel over there. That's Colorado. So, yeah. <laughs> and North Dakota, South Touché. Dakota, Nebraska. Those are a little bit higher, but I'm talking about like literally right around yeah. here. So I do want to say, not that it makes that much of a difference, but this is the place was not actually uttered by Brigham Young. No. Uh, Wilfred Woodruff said it more than 30 years after the fact, and somehow it stuck. They yeah. didn't say, um, like, these are the first steps on the, whatever they no, say, always it, say, yeah. what's his face says on the Armstrong. Yeah, he said something strong. different yeah. than that, and like... Yeah. Houston, we have a problem, wasn't uttered. Like, yeah. They yeah. always get that shit wrong. That's They got to dress it up. So anyway, this is the place. It, it is bore of what happened. So we'll, we'll take a step back before. So, yeah, so, we got to take a step back. Cause I, from I've the got, racist song? I've got No, I've got a timeline of how. No, we, that's not the racist song. That's that the Indian song. That, oh, that one, that's right. That was the religious song where we're blessed from heaven. Yeah, that's one line in that whole song. Then there's a song that... Is the Indian, what That's happened awesome. to the Indians or something? It. That's a good oh song. Oh my God. It's a good song. I about barfed while the I was Indians listening to hun- it. The Indians hun- hunted and gathered and they were and friends. And they ate bugs. Yeah. <laughs> the Paiutes. <laughs> the Paiutes ate bugs. Tatanka. That's all I know. <laughs> Tatanka. So we got to take a long step back. So Utah, Utah's founding, um, Utah's history in terms of like, how started was with discovered? after the Native Americans, the Catholics. Yeah, I don't like. I don't know how you put it, but basically, like how the West was found as Utah was kind of turned into a state was much further in, in uh, along than where we're going to start. So way back in the day, um, as Americans were trying to move west, Mexicans were also trying to explore places, uh, and Utah was originally part of Mexico. So yes, keep in mind, Mexico went from what is now Mexico to Canada. Yes, and it basically encompassed like all the Southwest and the West Coast, um, Texas, California, Utah, Oregon. That's Idaho, why you get all of those like, Mexican Spanish names. Yeah, especially in California. Yeah. So, so, and, and um, so this was all Mexico at one point, and back in, and this was Mexico. Uh, back when the the Mormons settled it, it was Mexico. It, was Mexico. it w- wasn't even fucking America yet. Uh, and so, 
I, the first expedition was uh, the Dominguez Escalante expedition. And so that actually came up south through New Mexico. Uh, Dominguez and Escalante were two Catholic priests. And we managed not to kill anybody. Because um, we did all our killing back in the... Priest says we. Yeah, you killed all the Spaniards when you fucking did the... Or the, all the Mexicans when you did the conquistadors. Yeah, and, and back in the um, back in Spain and all that when we the like killed people. Wars, yeah, the, during the yeah, Holy, the we holy did Wars. Were big we did all our killing then. You did all then. your killing. Then we you came, came over here. Then you came to America. You wiped out most of yep. Central and South America. But then when we came up, we were like... Okay, no, no more. There's another religion that's going to come along and do that for us. <laughs> no more blankets. So they, they got up here and uh, they went up north, uh, and they 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 were friendly to the native populations, right? So Utah is very very much a native, very very heavily inhabited native land from Navajo to Paiutes. Well, and to, Utah is named after the Ute. Yeah, the Indian. Ute Indian tribe is where we get this our name. Where the name of our state comes from. Uh, so they came up. Uh, they explored the region. They did a bunch of mapping. Um, their mapping actually led to, um, uh, and I think it was Escalante's um, diaries and stuff that they used, but that led to a lot of mapping of some of the trails that later followed. So in school, you learn about like the Oregon Trail, for example, which kind of connected the, the Mississippi to the West Coast of the United States. And a lot of people followed that trail because it was well-traveled. It navigated the mountains well. well there was a, a another um, shortcut, basically, off of that trail. I'm trying to remember what the hell the name of it was. So much like um, the religion that Brigham Young, or I mean Joseph Smith, stole from the Masons, the 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 Mormons also stole where they live from <laughs> Native Americans and the very so, few Catholics. I'm trying to remember what the hell the they name just, of the They just don't was. have anything that's their own except for the unique, you know, Warren, Warren oh, Jeffs. It was the, the <laughs> Hastings Cutoff is what it was called. Oh, yeah. So the Donner Party was kind of the next big famous group that came across the state of Utah in some sort of exploratory fashion. And basically, they were coming in. The Donner Party's really fucking famous. They've got a past named after them. But they decided instead of taking the Oregon Trail, they were going to take this Hastings Cutoff, which uh, had earlier kind of been discovered. And so instead, they go through the Wasatch Mountains, basically through Emigration Canyon, just like you would kind of do today, uh, across the deserts of uh, Utah and Nevada, and then came up on the Sierra Nevadas on the what is now the Nevada uh, California border, uh, and that's where they ultimately get stuck in the winter and start eating each other. And if you don't know the story of the Donners, that's not what this show's about. Uh, but go look it up. Name's pretty famous for a reason. Um, and then after that was when. The Utah pioneers, like the Mormon pioneers, kind of came here. Okay, so we got to go to 1844 to start this little trek. Yeah, so the Mormons have been... Can I point out, by the way, so I, I in researching this, I went through and found... There's a whole bunch of stuff on this, but it's almost all written with a heavy, heavy slant. Because uh, no one else cares that much. A heavy, heavy slant of Utah Pioneer Heritage. In fact, even the, uh, this is the place.org. So there's a bunch of videos on there. Yeah, they're all. And if you go watch them, they're very much, oh, the Mormons were super persecuted. And we've talked about this before, how not great these people were. Okay, so you know me, I've got some like actual facts if we want to get into a few. Yeah, so, (laughs) and I just want to point out, like if you go to this is the place.org, like the video is still somewhat informative. Um, a lot of it is, is true, but it's also a slant from, like we've talked about why the Mormons got kicked out of Missouri and why they had bounties put on them in Missouri. 
the Mormons were fucking assholes. The yeah. early Mormons were terrible. Still, some of they, them still are. They were akin to the kind of fucked up cults that we were talking about because they were this brand new religion. Jamestown, all this other stuff. These mm-hmm. people had plural wives, not just a couple. Like some of them had 50 wives. And they didn't take wives. them well. They right. stole them from people. Yeah, bring them so, especially. So if we go to 1844, here's what's happening. Joseph Smith runs for president of the United States. That does not go over well. Shortly after that, the Navajo, Nava, Nav, sorry, Navu expo, expositor, expositor, the newspaper, the, that is reporting what all of the crap that they're doing. He orders, uh, the members of the church to burn it to the ground. That's why he got arrested. Yes. And that's, that's the kind of fucked up shit. So a newspaper writes a story about the shit these guys are doing and the not response li- not is. Not lies, by the no. way. The response is, let's burn the newspaper. So they burn it down. So he gets arrested for that. June 27th, he gets killed in prison. But it's all, I mean, there's a lot to it. We won't get into that, but it's linked. That is why he was in prison is he burned a newspaper down. That was a federal offense then. It still is that now. That is a federal offense now. You get pissed it's off the at the desert news to go burn the building down. Of our constitution to is freedom of speech. So, so, so that happens. And then for two years after that, the church is divided over who the next prophet is. So Joseph Smith, before he dies, actually ordains his oldest son to be the next prophet because Joseph Smith says the church should be just like the church of old. And the hierarchy went from father to son, father to son. That's how, you know, kind of like kings. That's how it is in the Bible. That's how it is in the Book of Mormon is father to son. So he, anyway, somehow, some way, Brigham Young gets two thirds of the Mormon church to believe that he's the next prophet. And so this is the biggest reason why the mass exodus is he's taking two thirds of the church and he's got to get out of Dodge. Yep. So they're, and they're leaving. So they, they leave and there's, um, there's some prominent people, uh, that are there. And I'll, I'll get back to when we get to the monument Apparently and stuff. Some of them are my relatives. Yeah. We'll, we'll get back to the monument and stuff, um, towards the end when we talk about the, the park and stuff that exists now. Okay. Um, but so he, so he gets out of jo- Dodge with a couple of people, uh, in his charge that are pretty import- important. The most important is probably Wilford Woodruff. Right. Uh, and the other one is, uh, Heber Kimball. So during this time, 1846, like I said, there's that two year, Part of, part of time when the church is in disarray. Well, during that time, April 25th, 1846, to be exact, Mexican troops fire on American soldiers that have been strategically placed by uh, James Polk in parts of Texas, which we all know the Alamo and all that fun stuff. So that's what's going on. So the Mexican-American War breaks out Yep. during the, the midst of all of this. So the, the church, when they're looking at where to go, actually some of the church uh, goes to, I want to say it was... Well, no, not Michigan. Yeah, there's a group of them that go up to Michigan. There's a group of them that go to, um, they go south. But then the main part of the the church starts to head west. So they don't go directly to Salt Lake, but they go to what's called Winter Quarters. Yeah, so they basically have to set up a makeshift town with everyone. For two years. Well, for right. one, for one winter over the course of two years. Right. And what this, what this was is this was the setup to where people needed to leave from. So this is where you would come, get all of your equipment, just like the gold rush when we talked yep. about the gold rush. Get your so, supplies to head west. And so, so if you keep in mind, at this time when you joined the church, the first thing you did was gave everything you had to the church leaders. So you'd sold your, sold your house or sell your house, meet here and give him everything. And then they would decide. What you get. What you get and what you deserve. That's what Warren Jeffs did. 
That's what communists do. That's what most cults do. Anyway, so... I've always said that Mormons are communists, so... Very much so. So I'm just just saying that's the behavior of most cults. Like, you need to give up control of all your earthly stuff to me. And then we'll tell you... And then we'll give you what you need. We'll give you back what you need and what you deserve. So so that is this first group. Um, So, let's see. February of 1848. So so this is going on. So, 1847, I guess we should get to 1847. The first successful group comes across to the Salt Lake Valley. Brigham Young, he says he's not sure about all of this, but Joseph Smith comes to him in a vision and says, yes, you're the next prophet. Yes, take my people to Salt Lake. So everything was good. But I thought he anointed his son. Well, don't worry about that. Yeah, that doesn't doesn't matter. That's why I don't like prophecies. God God, God spoke to Brigham. God didn't speak to his son. Like, if I fake a seizure and then say that I got a revelation from God, like, people are going to actually believe me. We would have to. So, so. (laughs) Julie's turned off. (laughs) You walk away, that's what happens. That's what happens. Gotta turn your mic off. Gotta turn, just like turn on the lights off when you leave a room. You're back for now. I'll turn your ass off later again, though, don't worry. Yeah, so 1847. Uh, in February, he has this vision of Joseph Smith saying everything's good. Uh, so July 24th, 1847 is when the first major group of Mormons come into the Salt Lake Valley. Yeah, but the, the day that it wasn't in July when he, he, he was at the mouth of immigration canyon. No. And this is what's important. This is why this is the place is where, where it is in, in terms of the monument. So the story is, that uh, jo- uh, Brigham Young has actually uh, got mountain fever at the time. Right. He's sicker than sick. He thinks he's going to die. And he's riding in the back of uh, William Woodruff's wagon. So the handcart thing is bullshit. Like some Mormons did travel with oh, handcarts. We'll get to that. I got stuff yeah, on that. <laughs> but most of them traveled in regular fucking carts. They're just like every other settler heading just west. Just a wagon. Just a covered wagon. Just a fucking wagon with a, a horse pulling it or a couple ox. Which up to this point, that was the way to travel. That yeah. was. I mean, so it was uh, very common. how you did it. It's like driving your fucking car across country. It's just what you do. Um, but anyway, so the story is they get to the mouth of Immigration Canyon. If you've ever been up there, um, it's a beautiful overlook of the Salt Lake Valley. And you have to keep in mind, back then, it was undeveloped. It was all forest. It was beautiful forest. As far as you could see was snow capped. The lake mountains. was bigger. You could see, yeah, you could see the Great Salt Lake. Like the shores were, were fuck way, way further in. Cause the original lagoon park was like way closer to the, the, right. the, the lagoon. Anyway, um, and, and supposedly he says, this is the place we want to go. Let's, let's something along those lines. Yeah. He didn't say this is the place, but he basically said, yep, this is where we want to be. Let's settle here. And so they continue down the canyon into what is now Salt Lake Valley, close to where the temple is, the main first temple is, and they start setting up Salt Lake City. Right. So along this time frame, 1848, uh, the California Gold Rush kicks in. So just the following year, uh, March 10th, 1848, Congress approves the Treaty of Guadalupe Hidalgo. Uh, which secedes most of Mexico's western territory into the United States. So it makes Utah, uh, American territory now. Mexican territory. Yep. So for the, so the, for the first year, technically Utah was part of Mexico. So, so it's a sea. So it's not, it's a territory. It's not a state. Um, in 1849, they declare the state of Deseret is organized, but it is not approved by the U.S. Congress. 
and we've talked about this one too. And you guys then, have too many wives. And then Brigham Young makes himself the governor of the Utah Territory. And if you want to listen to stuff on the Utah War, which is what Brigham Young making himself a governor of a territory is doing, uh, go listen to last, last month's, month's episode. Last month's, so what, four weeks back, five weeks back? Um, go listen to that. Uh, we go deep into it. So, so let me talk a little bit about the pioneer immigration in general. I should go listen to that myself. That was where I had like a, a oh, hiccup, yeah. and, and you weren't, you weren't, and then I wasn't there anymore. And yeah, you didn't stop us, Chris, and I just went off for an hour. So, um, it was just sitting over there. Oh so that my was the God. episode on Camp Floyd. It was two sixty six. If you guys want to go back and listen, so the 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 immigration of the Mormon pioneers is determined between the years 1847 and 1868 is basically the years that that basically was, 20 years they're moving from right places around the mississippi and to, there was between they they think they don't know for sure but between 60 and 70,000 pioneers traveled from somewhere back east to salt lake during this time they're sending out missionaries to try to get people to join. And it wasn't just a matter of joining the church. It was join the church and come and to And come Salt. to our Zion. Like, weren't they paying people? To a po- yeah, or so, helping them in yes. some way? Okay. Yeah, helping them get here. So so they had what was called the perpetual, what are they called? The perpetual. The perpetual sadness? Wait, she was back there? Almost. She's not that old, guys. Is the Perpetual Immigration Travel Fund. So what it was is people join the church, they take their money, and then they would send money back to these groups to come out. So the company, so they would pay the company leader and they had a, they had a name for the company leader. Anyway, so they would pay these, these, these handcart company leaders who knew the route to go back and forth and bring people out. So they would pay them for that. And then they would also pay, yes, they'd pay depending on who it was, depending on how prominent they were, that depend, would, would, would say what company they came with. So after a while, this fund is going, is running out pretty quickly. And then they had a really bad year. Let's see. 1857 and 5960. They had a really bad crop year. And so their money was running low. And so Brigham Young decided what he needed to do was instigate the handcart company for those members who weren't quite as affluent. So basically, if you're poor, if you're poor, and you're giving us all the money you have and you've got nothing, you can go in the handcart company. You're not going to go in a, a, a covered wagon. However, they estimated that um, there were only, well, they know there were only 10 companies, about 3,000 people total, 3,000 total that used that came over on handcarts. So, the so six- why in God's name? Do the Mormons think that it is necessary to send their to, youth and random it. people out to carry handcarts when, like, same, an, in-joke, it's an the, infinitesimal it's amount the of people traveled that way? same reason that the fucking idiots in the South dress up in uniforms from the Civil War and reenact killing each other. They want to relive history. a weird fucking part of history. Yeah. So th- And a false part. So, so... At, at at most 3,000 people of the 60 to 70,000 people actually came across in handcarts. And after the the first five companies came and they realized it was a complete disaster and the second five like barely made it alive, they stopped doing that. And they said, okay, that was a bad idea. We've I thought they all did that. 
Only only three thousand people. They made it sound like everyone had to nope. do it. Like it was a rite of passage nope. almost. It was a, it was actually a very small percentage. Just the po folk. So so then though, when we start taking part in the railroad, because remember the center of the United States. The center. The center of the yeah, it's right here. So once once the, the railroad was established, uh, we were a big hub for a while. So you're just you're just going through Utah history at this point now. Well, up so 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 once I mean, this is the place is kind of just about all of Utah. Well, history. but the, the whole thing with the, this the place is that's the that's the whole immigration and that's yeah, what it's the the, the it immigration of Utah from the Mormons. So really. once the railroad opened up, the whole handcart and that whole thing went by just the wayside. Goes bye bye because everyone jumps on the rail cars on and the comes train. out here, but. But that is the reason behind this is the place, and that's where it came from, was the migration of the Mormons, and not just Mormons, but primarily Mormons. However, with the advent of the gold rush, there was a lot of people that came through Utah. So, and part of why I started talking about some of those other things is the monument. So the monument, if you've never seen it, um, you can go look at a picture of it, but basically it's a tall pillar with Brigham Young, Heber Kimball, and Wilford Wilford Woodruff up on the top, but there's a bunch of other stuff, like it's a long wall with other statuaries and engraving type things on it. And so there's, um, depiction of the Mormon pioneers in that initial expedition. They actually um, put the Catholics in there. Yeah. The Donner party is, is featured on there. The Dominguez Escalante expedition is on there. Uh, and William H. Ashley from the American Fur Company is on there because fur trappers were a big part of Utah for a long time. Um, it's so there's a lot of stuff featured on there. If you're ever wondering what things are named after, just start looking yeah. at the, the important pioneers yeah. that came back. Like Escalante, Grand Staircase Escalante is named after Escalante because he discovered you don't it say. and mapped it. Heber C. Kimball, Kimball Junction, Heber City, you know, um, Peter Skane Ogden. Well, in St. George, yeah. George Albert Isn't Smith. Isn't there a Heber Valley? Yeah. There's a Heber Valley. Those are all named after these people. Uh, Wilford, so. What heroes? So, <laughs> Heber Kimball was one of the first Quorum of Twelve. So that was another thing that, uh, B, the BYU, the Brigham Young <laughs> did, uh, is establish the Quorum of the Twelve, uh, which Joseph Smith did not have before. Basically, I think, uh, Brigham Young wanted, uh, a bunch of other dudes uh, to also have the insider knowledge so that when he passed away, they could maintain the same bullshit for right. generations to come. Um, these guys all had lots of wives. They all were told yeah, to marry Yeah, but some of them made beer. Uh, most of them made beer. Uh, Brigham Young had his own brewery for a long time. Well, so I've got, I've got a black and white picture of the Salt Lake Temple with spittoons in it. Yeah. So... Heber Kimball had 43 wives and uh, 66 children from 17 of them. How do you keep track of, of that them. many? Yeah, you don't. Not most all of them, them worked had, out. Most Surprised of, there were only that many kids. Most of them had different houses. So Yeah, uh, and, and a lot divorced him right away, too. Like, he would get married and, like, lose three of them in a month of marriage. That actually happened quite a bit. Um, Wilford Woodruff is way, I think, way more important in terms of some of the things that happen in church history. So he's the one, uh, he was officially the president of the church when the U.S. kind of forced the church to, um, in support of polygamous marriages. Uh, Woodruff, was it Woodruff that said no black people allowed? Probably. Well, that started with Brigham All of Young. Them. Was it Brigham Young that did Brigham that? Brigham Young was the very first yeah, one that okay. said. He said no black and people then, And then, and he also said it, if you were to marry a black person, it's better that a millstone were hung around your neck and you were 
drown. Yeah. We were, Utah was very, very much well, part of the South. Oh, well, I was going to say, and we, on that other episode, we really got into that. That was part of what Buchanan was afraid of, yeah. that, that Utah would site with the South and that the South would, would help arm Utah. So that was part of why he brought the army in to Utah so early is because he didn't want Utah to, to secede to one of the Southern states because they were very much so racist. And yeah. And you have to, there's no war there. <laughs> like if there was a color coding of our states, I'm pretty sure Utah is like white yeah, or, or, or translucent or something. <laughs> so, and these guys, I white mean, with blood stains, the, all these early Mormon pioneers were all, high standing members of this new church uh, and all wielded a ton of power. And so there, there's a reason why people ask if, you know, how many wives do you have if you live in the state of Utah? Because for the longest time, that was a real thing. These people had lots of wives, not all of them. It was the ones towards the top that had the most right. wives because there was a belief that if you had seven wives, you'd get into the highest level of heaven. Whatever level that is, the celestial right. or whatever. And if you're the member of that group, you get the second anointing, which in the church, the second anointing is only for the hierarchy, and it basically absolves them from all sins that they've ever committed and will ever commit. Yeah, and, so and you can, And then eventually, so you, can, you get your own planet. Whatever will commit. You Not can anymore. rape little girls. You don't get to have your own planet anymore. Did we run out of planets? Nope. That, that, that's like just been in the last like month. That, that's been a whole... Big Are you freaking serious? Wait, what? Do tell. We'll have to Spill do. The tea. Uh, we'll have to do an episode <laughs> on that when we can actually yeah. get real data instead Next of Jeremy's. Week. But so I that, liked being the one that always told Mormons that Kolob wasn't the name of the planet that God <laughs> lives on. It's the name of the planet nearest to where God lives. I thought Kolob was a star. It doesn't matter. The anyway, are planets. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> so quickly we get off topic. It's awesome. Yeah, I, I just look. I don't want to give Jeremy too much rope because he will continue to hate bash Mormons. Sorry. For the rest He's going to tell me after Save this, so I can't the next wait. Episode, gosh. No, it's not hate bash. It's just I've done a lot of research. Yeah. And, and he doesn't like the Mormons. <laughs> not so much. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of hate bashing. In he a only sense. likes his wife. It's, so. it's not Mormon. It's really easy to find She's stuff that you don't like about a, a like group or a culture when you don't like them. It's the history. It's the, anyway, anyway. But I mean, I mean, seriously, that was the thing that bothered me the most about that video is like people are going to see this and thinks that's, that's the history, right. but it's, it's not. It's revisionist history. It's, it's the history by the people that, that got here and, and made this video, but it's not true. And the, t the stuff they teach kids in school isn't necessarily true. It's like when they teach kids that slaves are happy and they had jobs and they and their their owners took really good care of them. So, yeah, it's maybe a couple of them, but well, not and like but hardly then, any. But even if they took even, good care of them, who a gives a shit? They owned a them. Yeah, and I mean, like even some of these early settlers had had uh, slaves. Um, I think Woodruff had a slave. It was either Woodruff or Kimball had a slave that was. Uh, Given to him as part of the, so what you were talking about where they gave up everything in tithing, mm -hmm. uh, to come here? To give them their slaves. So they gave them their slaves and. Wasn't well, that just communism? No. Yeah, and I've told Mormons, you're communist, <laughs> and they're like, no, we're not. Like, yeah. you're totally communist. They're, you're, they're more socialist than they are communist, if we're being honest. Well, that's true. But they don't like being called socialists either. Yeah, that's because, uh, the, you know, Cold War really kind of tainted everyone's view in them. There's nothing wrong things. with socialism. No, and that's a new thing that's coming. It's also not the best thing. 
Like pure socialism is horrible and people need to understand that and not just say we should do, we should all be a socialist country. Honestly, the purity of anything, there's, there's flaws in all of it. Yeah. Free markets and capitalism are fucking terrible on their own too. Look at Amazon. If, Look if, at Walmart. if public libraries were coming out today and they'd never been a thing, everyone would be so opposed to it because that's socialism. Yeah. Well. But you know so what? Would, They're actually quite a useful tool. So would educate, education from birth to Medicaid. 12th grade. Well, they're still against Medicaid because Medicaid's an entitlement. It's not something you pay into like Medicare. <laughs> yeah, because screw those people that are disabled or have problems. I've Fuck been on them. Medicaid probably my whole life. Because even if you pay into socialism or pay into Medicare or Social Security, guess what? They're still social. There's still socialist type programs. They're still making sure every citizen is taken care of for you know basic. I just necessities. don't get how people can argue. Against everyone just having enough to live. Because it comes out of their pocket. Not really. They're just freeloading. How often have you budgeted <laughs> something and after a few months you don't even realize that it's coming out? Like, I know, you right? just adjust. It's uh-huh. it's not that big of a deal. So to go full circle with this is the place. The actual place now, so it's, it's a, kind of a cool little Yeah, it's a little farm. park thing. So there's, there's two with parts. With the teepee. Yeah. You can learn the zoo. TV dance there's, thing. There's, there's two parts to it. So I've it's never acro- been there. It's across the street from the Hogel Zoo. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, there's a, like a public park, like small public park and the monument with a visitor center, completely free to go see. So you can go check out the monument. You can go read the bullshit history that they probably have in the fucking visitor center uh, about the monument, which was, by the way, commissioned uh, to be done by uh, Brigham Young's grandson in 1847. Um, which is, uh, um, 1947. Sorry. Uh, I thought you were going to say, which is nepotism. <laughs> no, which was the centennial marker yeah. of when they first came into the Valley. Um, so it's, it's fairly old. It's been around for a while. Um, but then there's a second half to this place. The, this is the place, which is, a um, like a, a, like a living farm kind of thing. Yeah. So they've got like, almost. they've got a splash pad and, but they've also got like, um, they make candles, and you can watch them make candles, and they, they do... Don't they dress, like, in period yeah. uh-huh. clothing and stuff? And they do horseshoes. Yeah, so you and can you actually, can make turn butter, you know, that they kind see of them, thing. You can see them do the horseshoes and watch the blacksmith, and so it's it's kind of like a, a, a living history farm, and it, it's kind of interesting. Yeah, if you've ever been to, like, like Fort Bridger in Wyoming is a really good example of, a like, a fort that they've kind of kept intact, and they have a lot of historical-type stuff. It's kind of like if you go to Lagoon into the old cabins... The, what is it called? The Pioneer Village. In Pioneer Village. Yeah, if you walk around and actually, and then it's, honestly, that's one of the coolest parts of Lagoon, in my opinion. Like and all of those, I, I always go look around that All part. of those little homes were brought in. They're real. I yeah, mean, they're, they're all real homes from Utah. Right. They're all very historical buildings, and they have tons of historical artifacts inside of them. They're um, hell I just care that, too. I, I can, I just like that there's one that has ice cream in it. And then, so same. most of the homes up there at, at this is the place, same thing. Their homes have been brought in. Yep. Real log cabins, re- these real s- early settlement homes that were dismantled from wherever they were and put back together there. So you can go check it out. It is kind of cool. It is kind of a fun thing, especially if you've got little littler kids. It's it's kind of fun. But can we get back to these fucked up songs? Yes. Are you going to play that, that nasty, horrible, racist it's Indian song? It's not that song? racist. It's Horrible. It doesn't mean it's, it's that absolutely racist. The one horrible. It goes. 
They prayed to their God to help them through their trials. Yeah, you guys pick out like one line of these songs. They call them trials. Dude, there were only like four lines in the whole song. No, it's much longer than (laughs) that. It's a little kid song. There's not a lot of verses. There's a lot. Dude, I pulled up the whole manuscript. There's a lot. It was short. Which song is this one? The whole album was 10 pages. You listen to the all like the Indians of Utah or something is what it's called. No, he, he, I I went down a rabbit hole. I just played it while I kept working (laughs) and not like everyone's like, there's a Utah Pioneer song. The Indian Tribes of Utah lyrics. Google Five. I gotta skip past this. They can't hear that. So here now, now they should be able to hear it. When white men came to Utah, the Indian <laughs> tribes were here. That is so racist. They gathered seeds from grass. How's that racist? The music is racist. The music that they're singing to is racist. Because it's a Native American type because tune. It's like, okay, we're just going to put this drum behind it, drum beat, because that's Indian. Native American, bruh. Each had a job to do. It's very belittling for sure. That, that is actually crazy to think about. That's a lot of tribes. And like the Indian tribes of Utah that lived here long ago, they don't live here. They lived here. Yeah, that's because we killed them all. Fucking Paiutes got blamed for killing a bunch of other bitches. (laughs) Dude, you missed it. You you didn't get to the part where they prayed to their god. It's in there. To help them. I was just stopping to. Oh, I see. Give Bree a break. The worst line. Jeremy here was a little fact. That is jamming out over there. The Ute tribe is where you talk. Because Jeremy is the whitest dude I know. <laughs> Even yeah. if somebody else is whiter, he's yeah, he, whiter. He wore shorts the other day. My legs are so white right now. Here's your favorite part: the go shoots. <laughs> whatever they could find. What happened? Why did they all die? A lot of beans and corn was eaten by the tribe. <laughs> a lot like of a beans dumb. and corn. <laughs> Shoshone's Navajo. By the way, even Native American is getting kind of weird because it wasn't America. Like, that's not what they called it. It's indigenous. No, we're not doing we're not hatchet throws. You racist fuckers. All right, I'm done with that song. By the way, so it should be the racist. indigenous people. No, the First Nationers. Canada got it right. They actually like indigenous too. Yeah, the First Nationers. Canada got it right. Whatever. All right, another song for you. This is another kid's song. It's a little bit slower. I haven't listened to this one. This is about Utah pioneers. Let's bring, let's bring this down. Hold on. I got to get to, I got to skip ahead. Everybody grab your partner. Yeah, really, really hard. Dysentery. Songs are terrible. This is Bree's playlist. When she wants to feel mad, she plays this. We're grateful for the youth. 
Catholics were here first. They don't no. teach that. Catholics don't exist. The Native Americans were here first. Damn Just right. Settle. It's like fucking Israelis. I can't listen to any more of that one either. It's bad. But it's amazing. These are songs. Apparently, Julia said they teach all little kids these stupid songs. Apparently, now. Julia used to own this, so I have second thoughts about her now. Well, now we know why she's so fucked up. <laughs> I know, right? Damn school education. Uh, those songs are... I mean, my girls learned about religion, but they went to a Catholic school, so and they, they actually had a class, so they didn't learn about it in anything other than their religion so, yeah, they, they got the Catholic whitewash version. Yeah, they were told that Escalante did everything. No, I'm just kidding. I, uh, yeah, I don't uh, I don't know what to name this episode after listening to all that. My brain's kind of broken listening to it a second time today. Um, so I, I don't know. Hopefully, uh, hopefully, hopefully our, you can come up with a name. Hopefully our listeners I don't know. Get, how, like, get this. This is the place. <laughs> yeah, that, that actually creative. might be the title. That that would be a good. It would actually get probably get a lot of hits gotta, from people trying to look up stuff about Mormons, and then they land on I, this, and they're like, "What?" The I fuck? already tagged our post for the night Xmo. I I so I uh, I'm guessing that uh, and tagged. This is the place. There's only there's only really one Xmo though. I mean, maybe you, but really, your dad's the only true Xmo. Xmo. Did you actually get X mode? That's it. No, my dad got X mode, like officially. Um, but I think he went back. But I'm not sure. But he had, like he. Had, I was never mode. I was never mode either. Never but mode. I'm just gonna say here, you fuckers can baptize me when I die. It's fine because if you're right oh, and yeah, I was that's wrong, a thing. if you're right and I was wrong, free pass. That's well, free pass free for me. Pass. It's it's not the lowest level of hell. So you can't for a hundred years though, unless you have the I'm, closest living family member to you. I don't sign off on it. Bruno say okay. I don't give a fuck. She'll go. She'll go do an LDS baptism. No, Donald no, baptize just, me. Yeah, Donald, Donald do it. it. I'll be like, can I baptize Chris? And I'll be like, yeah, he gave permission. Yeah, they, there's plenty of audio <laughs> evidence. This will forever be out there. You can baptize my dead body. I don't give a fuck. Maybe don't do it to the dead. They body. don't dab. They don't baptize your dead body, they dude. Ba- baptize my baptize dead soul. your spirit. Yeah, they oh, wait, they go that, stand in a, somebody else. They go in and pretend that, that they're that they're that they're you, and then they get so baptized weird. over and over. I have. Do you guys ever? Do you guys watch the Exmo TikToks where the lady no. is in? I love watching. Like I watched the one the other day where she jumped into the pool. And she was swimming around in her like her wedding attire with her veil Dang apron. Uh, yeah, with the yeah. with the green leaf I'm apron. <laughs> it's all like how does I love she keeps doing the oops I did it again every time someone gets offended. Look, I, look, I'm gonna throw this that. out there because I know you guys all like to fucking hate on the Mormons. And I don't. I have said lots of nice things about Mormons. On we've this been podcast. hating on them all fucking episodes, so we can we can back off a little bit. I'm not gonna try and be a Mormon protectionist, but I'm gonna say. The weird fucking shit that Catholics do isn't much better. I already squirting d- water on babies and fucking al- drowning children. I already said we killed millions of people <laughs> in many different places. Have like, you seen the TikTok of the little kid who baptized himself because he couldn't wait for his dad to finish the prayer? So he goes, "I'll do it," and he just dives into the water. <laughs> just, so funny. I, 
every religion's fucked up and weird, right? There's there's people that believe space aliens fucking came down uh, and they're going to take us all away. It's just religion. So Some are a little bit stranger than others, though. The, the, there are worse religions than Mormonism, though. Yeah. No, I just feel like some there's a there's a ranking out there somewhere if we went down and and some are weirder than others. Yeah, I just like I think I think the Quakers are actually kind of cool. Like we talked about them a little bit and I think that they're actually kind of cool and they just they let anybody who feels moved by the spirit talk whether it's a man or a woman, there's not a there's not so much sexism and stuff and they're just kind of like yep, you be you, and we'll be us. having seizures. So well, hopefully you uh, liked what you heard. Um, <laughs> I'm really ended our chat. I, yeah, I'm really sorry about those songs if you didn't like them. I think they're kind of funny. Um, I can only handle so much of them. They are part of the Utah core education. And they are funny, still. but they're racist as fuck. I wouldn't well, say they're racist Well, and you dress as, as a Native American they're not, while you little, sing them no, for There's school. little kids dressed as Indians. They're not Song of the South racist. They're not even fucking close. <laughs> so no, but they're... Dial it back. But, but they put... The Native American They put knows. wigs on. They put braids. Yeah, pretty, they put, like, little brown You're supposed brown to wear dresses. feathers and... That's some fucked up cultural appropriation right there, for yeah. sure. But they're not racist as fuck. They're poorly chosen. Only racist as shit. The words aren't terrible, but the music they've put behind this particular compilation is totally cultural appropriating it. And certainly having little white kids dress up as Native Americans is pretty fucked. Especially since they, pro- based on the lyrics of that song, did not teach people why all the Native Americans don't fucking exist anymore in this, in this <laughs> they state. They were No, here. they just, they just, they just ran away. Eat. Yeah, they just, they you just know, kinda left. They, they were weren't just part of the done. Mormon church, so like they just they didn't have enough babies and they kinda died off once the Mormons got here. Don't know how. It's fucking weird. It's like the Bermuda Triangle. It's like they lived here for centuries and centuries and then all of a sudden they're like yeah. Oh, yeah. never mind. There's I a, guess I'll there, there is a verse in that, that Indian song that says something and it's also Indian, which Okay, that's a really poor choice of terms. Because it's not like the song was written fucking 50 no, years ago. No, it was written in like, like 20 years ago. <laughs> but there is a verse in there where they talk about they pray, they worshiped a uh, a great spirit or something, uh, and they prayed to have him protect them or something. And all I can think is, well, it's like what I said in our chat earlier. Their God, their God must not give a shit or he's wrong because <laughs> they're fucking dead now. <laughs> he did not protect them very well from the Mormons. Uh, I and, have Native look, American friends. Be nice. I'm shitting on the Mormons here. I love Native Americans. Me too. Um, I, I am. I yeah, have I'm, two that work for my shop. I am Native this American. Is Native like American. actually Native American. Like I actually have real, like enough to be. Enough to be a, what it was. Enough yeah. to be a enough tribe. Enough to say you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, but and like by enough to be a tribe, it's not like one sixteenth. She's like fucking quarter Native American. Um, but anyway, uh, I I don't want to disparage and act like only the Mormons did it because the Catholics no, killed all the fucking yeah. Native Americans in South and Central America. Sure. And the fucking Italians and Spaniards killed all the fucking yeah. people in. Well, and all the Spaniards were Catholic. That yeah, came. pretty much. <laughs> uh, and, and, and all the white people killed all the fucking natives. Basically, the push west, we just eradicated, committed genocide. In the name of God. Uh, uh, just God. And, hey, 
I'm white man. Uh, there's no one here yet. I planted a fucking flag. This is my property. I just can't figure out how white men decided that they were so major when Jesus was clearly I, not a white man. I don't know that he's it's a, white in look, all of the pictures. I don't think it's a. So therefore, you think that he there must was a, be white. You think that there was a white dude in Israel? Of course, look, there wasn't. Here, it's not. A, it's not about white man. He was it's this about white ginger dude. It's about the circumstance of which race ended up being technologically more advanced faster. And so the Northern Europeans, which happened to be white, were more advanced than those people in places like Africa or the Americas at the time. And But I don't know, Egypts were Egypts Egyptians were so far advanced and for were so fucking long. hardcore slave owners. I know, but and they weren't white people either. No, and they were hardcore slave owners. Weren't they kind of wiped out by plagues? Yeah, a lot like, of them. But like, my point is, at the time, the reason it's the white man now is because it was Northern Europeans that did all the colonialization, colonization, went to Africa, went to Asia, went to the Americas, wiped out indigenous populations, created a slave trade because the Africans in Africa were warring in their different nations within that continent and taking slaves. I mean, slavery was a thing that went on for a long well, time. Slavery has been slavery yeah. since the beginning S of time. Slavery occurred. Until it stopped. You capture someone in war, they're now a slave, right? And like, it didn't matter what color their skin was. They were a fucking slave. And that's just kind of what happened. What turned out to be the case in America is all the people with really dark skin ended up becoming slaves by their own brethren in their country, I shouldn't say brethren, by, by other Africans in their country, and sold to the people that had stuff to buy. Right. And then they brought them to America, which created a class system where white people were here and people of color were down at the bottom because they were all immigrants, um, unwittingly or unwillingly. Couldn't immigrants. speak the language. Yeah. And, and so that's how that happened. That's why the white man is the problem is because it was Northern Europeans that were in the right place at the right time with the right technology. It wasn't some like clandestine thing or some long-term scheme. I think it just happened over time and it happened to be that set of circumstances. If, they had the germs, the guns, and the steel. That's what they well, tell you. Look, if, if, if uh, Asians would have been more technologically advanced at the time and exploratory, we would all be colonized. We, we wouldn't necessarily be who we are, right? Like they could have crossed the Pacific and colonized from the West on and we'd have a whole different look here. Uh, so, or if the Native American population would have been more technologically advanced and, and figured defended. out that they could fucking kill these bitches faster. They were too nice. They were. They were too trusting. Anyway, that's, that's the show. That's why I'm not ever nice. I got on. No, we're not doing that shit. You can't just pop in right at the end and expect me to do a tarot. Oh, come on. It's tarot. quick. Right. We'll end with a tarot. Because it gives us a post for the week. It's fucking death card. <laughs> it's two? Is it? Did you pull the death card? I totally fucking did. I said that before I looked at it. It is 100% the death card. He pulled death. Okay, it's only, so... Look, um... it's only appropriate. The death card is only appropriate. That is now the episode title, by the way. Death card. Um, death. I think it has to be. No, the death card. Uh, I thought you were going to say the death card is only appropriate. It's only appropriate for what we've been talking about, which is the fucking genocide of native populations in this country. So This represents the death of one way of life and the start of a new one. There yep. you go. Death of Native Americans, the start of, of Mormons. childhood is important in order to grow up. Take uh, note, Yeah, Julia. we got stagnation, festering, decay, evolution, transition. I cannot believe I pulled loss. the death card. 
But it totally goes with the It makes sense. I, and I was like, it's the death card before I even pulled it out. And I looked at it, and sure enough, it was the death card. I'm psychic it's now. Fitting. Should it's I, fitting. Should I do tarot card readings now? Yep. Yes, you're psychic. <laughs> but only on the day after your birthday. Uh, please share the episode to uh, people that you like and that you don't like. Um, whatever. Um, I, I just Yeah, if you don't it. like them, make them listen so they have to listen to those songs. Uh, at, yeah, no shit. <laughs> at TNU Podcast is where you're going to find us out on social media. Uh, com is our website. Um, and yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know how to end the show today. Um, I do know. I've just been reluctant to do it, but I'm, I'm going to do it anyway. Peace out, Girl Scouts. What? Why, why would you say that? You could have just turned it off after that. And oh, you no, he's have got a plan. Oh, no, no, no. There's no, a plan. He has a plan. Oh, no. Okay, everybody. There's a plan. Let's be Don't worry. There, Just be quiet real quick while I wait for the stupid Space Jam ad to play. Because, you know, Let's that's a movie. Let's bring it right down. No. Jeez, I'm going like, to skip like fucking two minutes ahead in this song. So stupid. What a great place to be.